New analysis finds that more than 80% of nursing homes currently fall short of staffing levels being proposed by CMS. An FDA panel finds that the active ingredient in many over-the-counter decongestants is ineffective. And Oracle announces it will add generative AI to its EHRs to help physicians reduce their workload. It's Wednesday, September 20th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. A majority of nursing homes fall short of the staffing thresholds in a recently proposed rule by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. That's according to new analysis from the nonprofit health policy think tank KFF. On September 1st, CMS released a proposed rule that would require nursing homes that participate in Medicare and Medicaid to provide each patient with at least 33 minutes of care each day from a registered nurse and at least two hours and 27 minutes of care from a nurse aide per resident every day. The rule would also require long-term care facilities to have a registered nurse on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If the rule is finalized, the implementation dates for facilities to meet requirements would be staggered. Most nursing homes would need to be in compliance for the minimum hours within three years, but rural facilities would have five years. To assess the current state of nursing home staffing, KFF researchers analyzed nursing home compared data, which includes nearly 14,600 facilities, or 97 percent of all facilities, that reported their staffing levels in August. They wrote that they specifically wanted to look at the percentage and characteristics of facilities that would meet the rule's proposed requirements for the minimum number of RN and nurse aid hours to better understand the implications of the rule, according to the brief. The analysis does not evaluate facilities' ability to comply with other proposed requirements, including always having a registered nurse on duty 24-7 or the ability to meet new reporting requirements. According to the analysis, less than 20 percent of all nursing facilities currently meet the required number of hours for registered nurses and nursing aides, meaning that more than 80 percent of nursing homes would need to hire additional nursing staff. This is higher than CMS's estimate that nearly 75 percent of nursing homes would need to add staff. KFF researchers also found that 90 percent of for-profit facilities would need to hire additional nursing staff compared to 60 percent of nonprofit or public facilities. When the proposed rule was released, it was met with pushback from industry groups that argue it penalizes facilities amid a nursing shortage. Representatives from both Leading Age and the American Healthcare Association have argued that there are no nurses to hire in order to meet the proposed requirements and facilities would close as a result. And recent data shows that staffing among nursing facilities is still below February 2020 levels. The proposed rule does, however, allow facilities a temporary hardship exemption if they can prove their region has a local worker shortage and they have made good faith efforts to hire and retain staff. Comments on the proposed rule are due by November 6th.
A Food and Drug Administration panel has determined that a key active ingredient in many over-the-counter cold and allergy medications doesn't work to relieve nasal congestion. A unanimous vote by the FDA's Non-Prescription Drugs Advisory Committee last Tuesday declared that oral formulations of the drug phenylephrine are ineffective. Scientific evidence provided by the FDA to the panel found that only a small amount of phenylephrine actually reaches the nose when it's taken orally. The advisory committee's discussion and recommendations only related to phenylephrine taken by mouth and not in the nasal spray form. The ingredient is found in popular drugs such as Sudafed, PE, and DayQuil. Phenylephrine became the main drug in over-the-counter decongestants following a 2006 law that limited the sale of medicines containing pseudoephedrine, which is the active ingredient in regular Sudafed. It required that these drugs move behind the counter in retail pharmacies and other stores, as pseudoephedrine is also a common ingredient in illegally produced methamphetamine. The FDA will now consider whether or not to remove phenylephrine's over-the-counter designation as generally safe and effective. If the drug ultimately loses that designation, the FDA said it would work with manufacturers to reformulate products as needed in order to ensure availability of safe and effective products to treat congestion. The FDA did not release a potential timeline for next steps. As a result of the announcement, several class action lawsuits have already been filed against drug makers and retailers, including Johnson & Johnson and Walgreens, alleging that they deceived consumers about the effectiveness of cold medicines containing phenylephrine. Around 242 million products containing the ingredient were sold in the U.S. in 2022, generating more than $1.7 billion in sales. Oracle Health, previously known as Cerner, announced this week that it will add generative artificial intelligence tools to its electronic health record system. The company announced the move at its user conference in Las Vegas on Monday. The new digital clinical assistant will enable physicians and other healthcare providers to use generative AI, as well as voice commands, to reduce manual work that leads to burnout and better focus on interactions with patients. The voice command function will also allow providers to automate note-taking, as well as review a patient's chart, schedule labs, and order medications. According to Oracle, patients will also be able to use voice-enabled generative AI technology via their patient portals to complete tasks like scheduling appointments or paying a bill. The new solution will be available in the next 12 months. Oracle is not the only EHR vendor to integrate artificial intelligence tools in their products in an effort to ease administrative burden on providers. Epic, the nation's largest EHR vendor and Microsoft's Nuance Communications, announced in late June that they would partner on a similar initiative. And Amazon's cloud division unveiled AWS HealthScribe in July, a new HIPAA-eligible service that will allow healthcare software providers to build applications that use speech recognition and generative AI.
this is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare Podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.